Hi, babes. It's your girl, Whitney George, host of this podcast, That's My Girl, mom of two, Pilates master trainer, health coach, self-improvement junkie, hype mom, mindset coach, pre and postnatal fitness expert, creator of Fit With Wit, and co-creator of Whitney G Maternity, a custom, comfortable, and flattering activewear that you can wear during pregnancy and postpartum. In this podcast, you will hear the why, the how, the what, the raw and the real from moms and women in business and women making an impact in some way with their product or platform. I will also be sharing my heart with you as I navigate my journey as a mom and an entrepreneur. My hopes is that you will learn from these women and myself by hearing our stories and be inspired and motivated to live out your God-given purpose, to be bold in your ambitions and become the best you. Let's get started. For me, creating this podcast was all about really inspiring, empowering women and moms. Moms, I'm obviously that's where I'm at in my life. And you too, and a lot of the women that I gravitate towards. Yeah. I think there's just like a badassery that comes with being a mom and like a different level of like humility, humor, like mm-hmm. go-getter mentality, but realness that I love. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. also just in general, I want women to feel bold and empowered to be who they are and do and live the life that they are meant to live mind, body, and like mind, body, soul, and have no fucks about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what really inspired me two years ago before creating this was like 30 for thirties and E sixties on ESPN, where it's like the guts, the raw, the real of like what these athletes went through. Yeah. Cause we all see just the glory. Like we all see like what social media and this blip highlight reel of life. And so in this is where I want to like strip down and like really share what it is to be who you are, what you are, why, you know, um, behind Mm -hmm. just the snapshot that people see. So for sure. (laughs) Yeah. But I'll tell you really quickly, just a little bit about me. Cause you're probably like, thank you also for being open to coming on here. Like, I don't even know if you follow my page or see what I'm all about, but like, I (laughs) just love what I just kept seeing you come up and I'm like, this is awesome. Somebody who's keeping it all the way real and fun and funny. And that's not easy to show up like that. First of all, I know what it takes to make a real and TikTok takes a lot of freaking time. (laughs) God damn. Sometimes like, I can't. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like halfway through one and I'm like, Nah. Yeah. I'm like, what am I fucking doing? I'm like, what? But I just appreciate it because I think there's so much out there of like these perfect views of motherhood and perfect mothers and perfect family dynamics. And that's so not how it is. Even if your family is well put together, like it's so not how it is. And for me, especially like this podcast is like newer for me. It's something I wanted to do for a while, but I kind of had to build other things. I, um, I separated from my husband in October and like, we had just a lot of really hard years prior. We like lost his brother who was a cop in Atlanta. My husband's black and my kids are mixed. So like we had a lot of like with the black site live matter and his brother being a cop and killed. There was a lot of like, just, it was really, really hard. Um, 2019 and then even 2020 with everything going on. And like, it just really, even prior to that shit hit the fan for us. And then this last year it did. And so for me creating, that's my girl and, I have like my fit with wit and like 21 day journal, kind of all the stuff that I've created is all based on what has helped me the last few years prior to us actually like finally making the part, realizing I need to like find out who I am, what I want with my life, like, and like create the steps and tools for me to like become my best self and really truly live my best, best life. Because I just know that we weren't going to work out. And I know that like 
to be really honest, he couldn't be the provider that I wanted for our family that he said he would. So I was like, I got to find my own way and pave my own way so I can stay being around my little kids. You know, I have a 22 month old and a three and a half. Um, yeah. Little, little, little girls. And they're yeah, so no, awesome. we're, our kids are really similar in age. Hold on. Let me close this one. Yeah, you're good. You know, we both just got over like some cold and he's over there like coughing and hacking. <laughs> oh, I didn't even hear him. But I just want to like give you kind of a little insight of me, like and where this is coming from. Uh, but like, yeah, so then we separated and then kind of the name That's My Girl arose from the Fifth Harmony song of like, you've been down before, you've got up before, like dust that dirt off your shoulder, like that's my girl. And when, and I'm the type of woman that when I see other women thriving and whatever that looks like for them, it's everybody's different. I just yeah. have that chick that is always like, yes, that's my girl. Like, <laughs> yeah. like that's just kind of I what I that. always say anyways. And so that's where yeah. it comes from. And then, and then, um, I've been living at my parents now since October, it's been a year. And then we, we do our thing, like it's good, but there's just been so much like emotion. Sorry. Hello. This is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, of um, course it's fine. It's fine. Sorry. I'm just, I'm just, as I'm sharing a little bit with you, it just comes out sometimes. Um, but just has been a lot of like, just emotion and like, just joy from like being on my own, doing me, being me and like creating a safe space for women to feel empowered, confident, learn about like fitness and health and some tools and tips to help them better their lives, mind, body, soul, and also laugh a little bit. Cause I'm like, you like, I like to laugh and make a fool of myself. Cause why not? And yeah. Right. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun that way. <laughs> right. So anyways, I just wanted to kind of give you a little blip of me. I'm, I live in California, Newport Beach, California, born and raised. Oh, cool. Yeah. I've been out there before. Yeah. Where are you? I'm in Florida, uh, the polar okay. opposite side of the universe. You know, what's awesome is most women that I end up reaching out to, to interview are like Midwest East coast. And I'm like, God, there's so many cool women there. <laughs> like there's some cool women here, but it's a different vibe than I think the Midwest and East coast. It just uh -huh, is. Yeah, possibly. Anyway. So that was just to kind of share with you, but we can get right into it. Um, you guys, I'm so excited to have Linda Fruits on of Fruits of Mother Motherhood. I, without further ado, I want you just to jump into who you are, where you're from, what you're about, and your why behind all that you created with Fruits of Motherhood. So I started my Instagram account uh, almost four years ago. My son was just like a couple weeks or months old, and I was miserable. Let's just keep it sweet and simple. Um, I was lost. Um, I needed some kind of connection to the outside world. And then I was like, you know, it wasn't really what I was expecting motherhood to feel like those first couple of weeks, right? It wasn't what I saw in the movies. It's not what I see on social media. I'm like, well, I can't be the only one who thinks this way. So I started this, my Instagram, which was like the first piece of the big fruits of motherhood puzzle. And, um, I just was looking for connection to other moms who maybe also felt the same, right? Like I felt like a failure, you know, in the beginning. And then, um, you know, fast forward to kind of like now, um, I have like a whole bunch of other social media platforms. I have a blog and I do like some video stuff, um, but all with the same like goal in mind is to normalize the like the real parts of motherhood the stuff that nobody wants to admit to like their friends or online on a public platform <laughs> you know just yeah 
to kind of put it out there. So that way, like what I needed to see myself is like, oh, this mom is struggling. I'm not so far off. I'm not doing such a bad job. Then, right. right? Like at the end of the day, it's just kind of like a little like me too moment for all moms. Yeah. And the things that you say too, like can be to some women, like oh, you're probably, I can't believe she said that, whatever. But to a lot of us is like, fuck yeah. Like actually I don't like going to the park all the time. I don't <laughs> like, you know, the little play dates. And, yeah. Like we yeah. do, you know, our kids, it, we get that energy out as we all say, but is it the most joyful thing? No. Like, do I want to go to my jam? No, but I love that <laughs> you kind of put that out there. So like this started four years ago. Um, funny enough, I had Tara Clark on here and she said that she was one of your like mom homies that support each other. And I'm going to have Michelle Dempsey on here too. And uh-huh, I, didn't yeah, know, those are the girls. I didn't know prior to reaching out to you guys that you guys were supportive of each other. I just liked what you guys were all putting out and it's similar, but very different too. Yeah, definitely. All in the mind, all in the same kind of category of keeping it real on whatever that is, that stage of life that you're at as a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you do? Like, is this something that you do as a source of income or is it just fun or like when you started it, what was your goal with it? And then where is it now? So in the beginning, it was just like uh, my younger sister, she was in like high school and she was telling me about how these kids have like spam accounts and it's uh-huh. like where they post whatever they want, whenever they want, because Instagram be kind of became pretentious really quickly, yeah. like the picture perfect images and stuff. So right all these younger kids had spam accounts. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I'm going to start a mom spam. Like, I didn't even know that like, there was a couple other people already doing this because I was new, I was a new mom. And so I started doing it as just an outlet. Like I had no idea that like what I was doing was going to eventually become my source of income right? Like, where I am now. Um, And also it was a very gradual kind of progression, a very natural progression. Like I was never like pushing for it to become more than it was at the time, like given each stage. So it was kind of like a nice surprise when things would like pick up and I'd start my shop and people were buying stuff from that. And then like a little bit here and it just kind of like slowly escalated to like um, having to put my kids into daycare full time and and just working. Yeah. Right. Which I love, which I love doing. And then were you a working mom prior or were you a stay at home mom before? So before I had kids, um, I obviously worked in the corporate world. Um, I was like a graphic designer, marketing kind of manager, creative human being. And so, um, when I had my first child, I thought I wanted to stay home. I was like, I told my boss, I'm not coming back. And he's like, you are the kind of person who needs to work. And I was like, you don't know me. (laughs) you don't know who I am at all. I just work for you. And then he was a little bit correct. And um, so after my first, uh, after like a couple of years, actually, because the first two years of like your first child's life is intense and it's new and it's exciting. Totally. And also COVID didn't happen yet. And so we were like going to all the things and, and yeah. I was with my friends all the time and go, you know, it was fun. Right? That was and like for me too. It was great. Like I loved yeah, it. Yeah, it was fun. And then the second child came and the world closed down and I was like, fuck yeah <laughs> I was no I don't want to stay home all the time just me and my kids like I was losing my mind I know. and so um I I started to work part-time from home like doing graphic design and stuff again and then I realized how much I was enjoying it and how much it would like make me feel full like mm-hmm. I was missing that and um 
as business started picking up more and more, you know, that's when I sent the kids to daycare and then I was just full-time fruits of motherhood. <laughs> and then how old are your kids now? So my oldest is he'll be turning four in, um, January, which is why I say I started, um, about four years ago. Yeah. He was my, uh, my first. And then my second one is turning two in February. Oh my so. God. Okay. You literally have the same ages as my yeah. early. My second one's going to be two in December. Uh -huh. Nova, my first is going to be four in January, January 21st. Oh, that's so cool. It's the, uh, um, 2024. That was my no, no, 26th. My son's, my husband's is the 24th. My son's is the 26th. That's crazy. I was due like the 24th or something like that. Or no, I was, oh. due to, I don't know. But all around that time. So I, yeah. I totally hear you. It's kind of a weird time to have a kid, to be honest, Yeah. only because the birthday parties, I'm like, what do we do? It could rain. It could be freezing. Like, oh my gosh. And also just all the holidays. Like everyone, I know. it's all so close to each other. I'm like, we have no money at that point in the year. I'm like, why did I do this? Yeah. Marley's in December. Exactly. And then Nola's, yeah. I'm like, this is insane. Um, yeah, you're like, how do you separate it mentally? I didn't realize you were that close in age. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So minor Nola's going to, Marley's going to actually be in daycare full-time pretty soon here too. And I'm just really excited for that because she is a difficult child. Like she's a more aggressive child. Uh -huh. Like Nola is just my super sweetheart. Like, so pours into me loving, like she's kind of like me. I'm an Aquarius. I'm also in February. Oh. We just kind of love. And we're like, you know, Both of my kids are Aquariuses. Ah, so they're usually kind of like really loving, usually needy on you. Probably where Marley's yeah. like, fuck shit up. Like I swear like every, every, uh, I want to say like yin yang twins and like, what's his name? I don't know. All those songs. Oh. I'm like, that's my child. Like putting everything in her mouth, like hitting yeah. shit. Like she makes that's your second game. child, right? Dude. Yeah. yeah. My second one, he's, he's a nut. That's why I like, I don't think I ever would have put my first in daycare. Cause he's like wonderful and like chill. Yes. My second one is so crazy. I was like, boy, bye. I can't I'm like, it. please like, can you take yeah. her now? So anyways, I totally get that. So then when did you become full-time with fruits of motherhood? And did it start in the blog first? Like what was kind of the progression with it? Um, so it was like Instagram, website, blog, and then like some YouTube videos and like TikTok. And then it really, um, uh, the shop as well as somewhere in there. In what the do beginning. you sell? Um, I just make like mom shirts and hats. Like I haven't Cute. created new stuff um, in a little while. I need to like gain more creativity, but like I'm like spread so thin, right? I get like, it. That's like just when I feel creative and I have an idea, I just do it. And it's always yep. there. And I want to like kind of dive into that part because I feel like a lot of women, it seems to be like an explosion of moms using social media, TikTok and reels and not really with like any platform or anything, just like moms with a bunch of kids, like throwing it out there and then viral and things like that. And I've been hearing from like other social media managers and just kind of in conversation about how it can really mess with your mental health, like getting caught up in the viewership, the likes, the views, the comments, and just how it can make some moms who are stay at home moms that this kind of has become, Oh my God, this is my jam. Like people are liking me and then bringing their husbands involved, but how it's actually really crumbling their relationships and marriages and mm -hmm. making things not good. Like, and where people let me get to the point here. When, when people see certain pages like yours with a lot of following and engagement, they think, Oh my God, she's making it. She's like, God, I want to be like that. I want you to break down like the real and raw behind kind of being a social media influencer and, and what it really means. Yeah. So it's funny. Um, you had mentioned something earlier about like, 
the comments or uh, I can't remember but viewership likes kind of like the real views and things like that yeah like so on TikTok I purely started it for fun and it was right when uh we were stuck at home and there was nothing else to do and I was like looking at my friends I'm like why didn't you tell me to get on TikTok sooner like I was kind of late to the game because I'm late I just started like a little bit ago I'm so late yeah I was like I love it so much I'm like how did you you guys know me so well how did you not tell me to get on here sooner (laughs) but anyways like the thing about like reels and TikTok I'm pretty sure is that it's inconsistent and so that becomes really like gut-wrenching for some creators yeah I am no exception. So like, I will have like one week where all my videos are like blowing up, doing wonderful. And then like three, four weeks, six weeks go by and like a thousand people see my stuff. And I'm like, you know, I, I always like remind myself, like the content I create is almost like therapy for me. Yes. Right? It's like, for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I, and I, on Instagram for me, it's a little more consistent. So when it comes to TikTok and this like really high and low engagement rates, I create it because that's where I like to create my stuff. And then I put it on Instagram where my mom see it and they appreciate it. And I don't have to like worry about this, like views and engagement stuff, because at the end of the day, like you're not going to be able to please everybody. Right. Someone somewhere. Oh, that's what it was. You were saying like how some people will get it and some people won't get like what you post in the day. And it's, it's like those people that don't get it or don't like it. Let's say I make a joke about like feeding my kids chicken nuggets. They're like, that's poison. That's toxic. You're a lazy mom. Right. But the other, like 99% of the moms who get the joke and they're like, Oh, great. Me too. And they feel better. Right. But that one bad comment always is like lingering in your head and you're totally. like, am I a bad mom? Whatever. It's just like, ugh, I call it like the stock market. Like some days it's going to go down and it's going to go up. But if you just look at like the overall trend, if you're enjoying what you're doing, like then that's really what matters. Like mm-hmm. if you don't like making videos, you don't like making reels, don't do them. Right. Like you have to enjoy it. Right. And- And like, that's the biggest thing I like writing. I like, you know, it's like a game for me in my mind to like get through the days to write something down and get it off my chest. Excuse me. I totally, I totally know what you mean. Mm -hmm. So like when people tell me like the other Instagram moms, like, oh, all my views are down. I'm like, it's just a bad week. It's not a bad, bad account all of a sudden, right? yeah I think we all get caught up in that like I do too like um, you know we're all gonna lose followers you're all gonna lose some stuff because people get over things sometimes like I'm not feeling this at this season or you know like my page is a a kind of a uplifting positive like fitness health wellness and then I add in jokes and things like that which honestly I just started doing that more recently like memes and shit like that because that's so me my humor is sarcastic and I'm super goofy but and I noticed those are the ones a lot of times that people really relate with. Cause they're like, Oh, she's not this like perfect mom. I don't think I look perfect. And I don't really speak on the perfectness, but some people can still look at my page and see, you know, she has nice put together photos and graphics and things yeah, like they that. Just don't know. And, and they, they might get triggered. Yeah. No, and for sure. uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and even with yours, even if they relate, they still be like, Oh my God, she's killing it doing this. And people just get triggered so easily. And so 
whenever yeah. I talk to other social media moms too, I'm like, we just need to keep staying in our lane and keep pushing out what we feel is authentic to ourselves. And also go back to our why. Like, it's so easy to get caught up in, in like, like what, what is making it? Like, what is big? Like, what does yeah, that yeah. even mean? You know, like, it means you know, nothing. Like if, if right? you don't love it, it's, it, it's absolutely shallow. It's hollow. It doesn't mean nothing. Right. So, so flash forward, now you're here where you are in, you put up an article, I think that was Parenting Magazine, uh, about TikTok revealed kind of you coming out. Is that right? Yeah. So um, like Break all algorithms. Like, tell me a little bit about if you're open to sharing, like yeah, what, you know, yeah. like what that looks like or what that means and kind of how that has changed your world. So uh, like all algorithms, they show you stuff that you like to watch, right? So my whole FYP on TikTok was like, mom content babies and then like lesbians I'm like what like my friends would send me videos of these like like firefighters like men videos I'm like why why don't those show up on my for you page like I don't get it and so um for the longest time I identified as like a a demisexual which means that you are like really attracted to somebody's mind it takes you time to get to know them before you like them sure you know that was just like what I thought I knew about myself. And then um, <clears throat> all of a sudden I had like a crush on someone I had never met before. And I was like, well, this is new. <laughs> and it was a woman, of course. Yeah. And so I um, told my husband and at first I thought I was just like bisexual. And um, obviously because of my track record, I had always been with men. And then like after maybe like a month or a couple weeks of like really deep diving into myself because it, I just didn't feel like that was the right answer, right? Mm-hmm. Like I was anxious. Like I still felt like there was more I needed to say. And, um, you know, I came to realize within me that all my relationships kind of ended at the same point. Like once the honeymoon phase wears off, like I'm no longer, I don't, I don't want to be intimate. I'm like no longer in it. I'm no longer invested. Mm-hmm. And, and of course with kids, it kind of took me a little bit longer because we're like, oh, it's the kids. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. Oh, it's because I'm a stay-at-home mom. I'm touched out. I'm burnt out. You know, it's just totally. like, you can come up with a million excuses. And I wasn't the only mom feeling this way, right? I make jokes about it and everyone's like, oh yeah, me too. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm not crazy. Right. <laughs> and um, so just really like going back to my history and how things have always ended for me. I was like, well, it's not all of these, you know, half of them are wonderful, <laughs> wonderful men's fault, sure. right? Yeah. It's gotta be me. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and I, I felt like a, a really big weight off my shoulders to, to know that like, I no longer had to like force myself. Like I kept trying to like be in the mood and it just was never happening. And I would, we'd have like date night and I'd like cancel, 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 cancel. I'm like, I just can't do it anymore. I was like, I was trying to fake it till I made it. And that wasn't working either. So then I guess, what does it look like for your marriage? If you don't mind me asking. So we don't hate each other. We make a really great team. You know, that's why it took so long to get to this point is that he's wonderful. Um, and again, like, it's not like there was any like infidelity or, like arguing like we genuinely there's just like one little piece of the puzzle that was missing for us 
And so he said, you know, I don't want to move out and not see my kids every day. And I'm like, well, me neither. And so, you know, we're just going to continue to live together and, and raise our kids for as long as it continues to work. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and it, for our children too, they get both of their parents every single day. And, um, again, like we don't fight like hardly ever, unless it's about like the music being too loud, but you know, <laughs> so it's like you guys are together and co-parenting, but separate. Mm -hmm. And are you going to eventually divorce or is it kind of one of those things you'll just kind of keep separated and live your lives. And then I mean, like, go as it goes. I guess like when most people get a divorce, it's because they yeah. like never want to talk to them again. Right. They just want to like, totally minimal contact, but like, and I'm, not, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm separated too. And like, I'm, we're not in a rush for it. Cause we also co-parent and love yeah. our kids. And it was a lot of growth differences too. Yeah. Yeah. And so like the same, so it's just like, when we get there, when we feel like it's time, we'll do it. It's just really no rush. We literally see each other every single day, Yeah. We cook and clean and just tackle everything together. So this is just part of, it's a piece of paper who cares. Right. It's Honestly, just, I love that. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing else to it. You know, we're separated. The people he talks to, you know, like the people he goes on dates with, they're understanding. So, and like, uh, kind of likewise for me. So it's, it's like, do you guys talk about that? Yeah. Um, you know, like we, I don't really want to know like everything. <laughs> totally. For sure. Just because I'm also not interested in that. Like I haven't been for so long that like, I don't, I still don't want to hear about it. But um, I just want to know that he's happy. And then he, we talk about stuff like, you know, about the people he's talking to and like funny things that come up. Like we're friends. We're trying to like navigate back to this like friendship that we totally. have. Totally. And we were, we were best friends before we started dating. So it's like, we had that from the beginning and we're just yeah. trying to slowly get back to that, like in the most humane way possible. And I want to ask how long have you guys been together? And then I guess friendship and then dating marriage. So friendship, I want to say it was like a couple months, um, uh -huh. but I'm talking about like every single day hanging out. Like my best friend was like getting jealous. Yeah. And then, so when he like leveled up to boyfriend, she's like, all right, that's cool. And then, um, we were married. We stayed together for, I think it was like two years. Math is like my least, um, <laughs> fluent language. So I think we were together for like <coughs> two years and then we got married. We were married for maybe like two, three years. She's probably listening being like, she's getting all these numbers wrong. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 32. Okay, cool. And then, yeah, yeah, um, so a good amount of time. Yeah, but yeah. Like, say, like, as you're speaking to me, and I think so many women are going to be so empowered and enlightened by this because I just feel like kind of relationships, marriage has such a stiffy, sticky, like not sticky, stiff, like rigid yes. way it's supposed to look. And yeah. I'm in the same boat as you. Like, I have a lot of friends that are like, wit, you've been separated for a year. What's going on with your divorce? Like, where are you cares, at with your divorce? Right? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, listen, like, I did give him some papers, but we're not in that space yet. And like, this is such a hard time of our lives right now because we got married in October. Mm -hmm. um, then I left October 23rd. His brother's birthday is October. His brother died in October. Like yeah. there's just a lot going on. And the holidays are hard. I'm like, I'm not in a space where I need to rush that. I'm not, I was there's kind of dating, no rush to it, but like, I'm not dating anymore. I'm really focusing on me and just kind of mm -hmm. healing, building, growing businesses and, and my babies and stuff. But like people are really kind of like curious about you moving forward as if like 
that makes them feel better about knowing that you are. And I'm like, y'all like, we're good. So I love hearing this because it doesn't have to be that way. And especially with kids, like for me, it's all about them feeling love. Like we do Halloween together. We hang out and do stuff together. Yes. We can have our bickers. And like, I had a long time of feeling resentment for certain things. And at times it comes up, but now I'm like, you know what? No, like he's doing his best. I'm doing my best. We, we got together so young, we evolved. So I just, or not evolved, we evolved differently. And so I love that you're in that same space where it doesn't have to be so hardcore and rigid, especially if there was not some kind of like crazy event that happened that like harmed you guys so much. So absolutely. And it's true. I, I feel the same way, like how we talk about marriage, how it's like life or death. Like, Man. I'm sorry. It's just, we live a little bit longer these days. And yes, I, we do. I want us both to be happy. Like, right? So what? We stay together for the rest of our lives and be miserable and model that to our children? Like, no. Man. And like, don't get intimate. Don't like hug, kiss, have sex. And it's like, are you kidding me? Well, like, I don't, I don't want that for my children. So I'm not no. going to do that for me no. to show them like, this is a healthy marriage. Totally. It's just... And I think part of like my ex getting with me is he came from a broken home and his parents were really like, couldn't be in the same room together for a long time. So he had this really effed up skewed view of marriage. And so never wanted to get divorced in his life, thinking that that was the answer. Just that, that statement, never get divorced. Uh And my, my family, there's no divorces at all. My parents have been married now 50 years, but has their marriage been great? There's been a lot of shit, you know, that I know about that I've been around that like any marriage, I can't even just speak on them. Like anybody they're in their seventies. That's what they did. They had one job or maybe a cup two forever. Then they retire and then they have their social security and their 401k or whatever. And then they stay married to the same person. And even if they're not really truly speaking and living their truth, whereas our generation, I love that. Like we're about therapy. We're about mental health. We're about healing spirituality. And like, I'm a faith-based person, but at the same time, like you better believe I got my candle in there and my like crystals and my intentions and my meditation, <laughs> like anything to help me discover and continue to rediscover myself. Mm-hmm. I'm all about. And like, yeah. that's where a lot of our generation is. And it's, I'm, I feel so grateful because mm-hmm. no one is sticking in things when you're becoming the worst version of yourselves. Like we were becoming yeah. the worst versions of ourselves and uh, it was, you know, putting damage on our children. So Um, yeah, like marriage and relationships. I, and even where I live in Orange County, it's pretty different. I don't know if you know much about here. I mean, the real housewives started out here and Orange Uh County is very like cookie cutter. People make a lot of money. They put their kids in certain private schools. Um, and just, there's a lot of women and people though, who are breaking from that norm and just being who they are and all that. But there's still a lot of don't say how you feel too much. Keep your emotions together. Look perfect and put together. And smile. Um, put up a front, put up a smile. Yeah. And I've never really been that gal. Like I've always, like I'm a positive gal, but I mean, I've always done kind of what I wanted to do. Like just wanted to try different things and adventure here and adventure here and kind of pave my own path because I'm curious. Like I, I want to try that. Like whether it's you know, join a sorority and then join a competitive hip hop team in a marathon <laughs> team in college, which is all true. You know, like I've, <laughs> I like all types of people like black, white, Mexican, Asian. Like I like hearing stories. I like people who have gone through shit and a lot of people where I grew up and even me, like it's been a really nice, pretty smooth life, you know? Right. No, I think it, I think we grow a lot from trauma if we choose yeah. to, if we want yeah. to. If we want to, exactly. Yeah. 
No, thanks for sharing that. That's, that's amazing. And again, people hearing this, like know that you don't have to have the perfect, you know, relationship or marriage or situation, like make it the way that works for you and just make sure that it's best for your children as well. So that we do break generational trauma, you know, break the patterns that maybe were damaging to us growing up and make sure that we do not put them, them on our children just to stay quote, together yeah. and together. Yeah. No, it, it's pretty, I think about uh, like divorce itself. Like my kids don't even notice that he's sleeping in another bedroom. They don't even care. Right. right. Because them, it's normal. Right. It's when we get so wrapped up in it and we're not our best selves through a divorce that causes the harm to the children. Right. And I know that it's, it happens. It's a very emotional part of people's lives. Like sometimes it's, you can't help it. Like we are human, right? We yeah. are allowed to have feelings and emotions, good and bad. And so, but it's like, if you can not, you know, like hold back and, and try to, um, to put your kids first, like some people are lucky enough to actually be able to do that. Like, like what we're doing, I know it's not common, but at the end of the day, what we're really doing is like for the kids. Like, yeah. like we will have our differences, like we always have had, and we will have to figure out how to communicate that effectively because we just want to model to our kids that it doesn't have to be toxic. Like, okay, we're not working out anymore. That's not his fault. Not my fault. No, it's totally. Just, it's just a part of life that's happening. And we can either try to push harder to make these puzzle pieces go together, or we can just exist together as friends, you know? Yeah, no, I love that. And I think, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just feeling so connected on that because that was us. It was just like forcing, forcing, forcing a square in a circle and just causing more damage on ourselves and on our children. And now are you kidding me? Like if anybody sees my kids, they are the happiest, most like loving, well-balanced children. They get so much love from me and my parents, like a healthy love, you know, Yeah. like not like this phony love, like we're present, we're in, we're encouraging. And I talk to Noel all the time about you're doing a great job and, mm-hmm. and I'm doing a great job. And she'll be like all the time, mom, you're doing a great job. I'm doing Aww. a good job. And I try to say to her, like, <laughs> yeah, I want you to know, like, you don't need everybody else to validate you on what you're doing, you know, like mm-hmm. you can, and she's like, what does that mean? I'm like, well, it means just, you can sit and be proud of yourself and love yourself and know that you're doing good without somebody else having to tell you that. And like, I don't know if I would be able to even be in a space of being able to teach her those things if I didn't have my own time to like now be forced to validate myself in the space that I'm in my life because I was so caught up in just being miserable and like wondering what he's doing with career and life and like so like miserable myself because I'm like this isn't my life this isn't like the life that I chose and thought it was going to be and I'm not being who I am meant to be either and neither are you so yeah you just call a fucking spade a spade and like part ways, but like lovingly, lovingly do this and know that it's not your fault or mine. And we didn't fail because we didn't make it. We had fucking 12 years together since we're 24 and gone through a lot. And it's like, that's something to be proud of just then and there. And, Mm. and we'll be so much further ahead in life in my own mind, when we hit more traumas and things, because, you know, people that haven't really gone through a lot of traumas, they're going to get a rude awakening. And 
fucking smack on the forehead soon enough because we're all not free from some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one thing I realized, like none of us are free from having a smooth life. So I'm happy to kind of get through some of it earlier on in like a lot in these last three years so that Mm -hmm. when it does come again, I'll never let myself get too high or too low. I'll, I'll move through it. It'll hit me. Cool. This is awesome. This was shady. (laughs) Like, Like, just keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Do you feel like you guys have a better relationship now than you did like being married? And I'm not talking about the beginning when everything is all. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that, that shit doesn't count. <laughs> it's not count. Um, yeah, I do. Like I, like I said, I had to work through a lot of my own um, just resentments towards him on who I thought he was going to be for our relationship and marriage, like just as a provider and the man of the house. And he was raised by a lot of women, like very high powered women who just kind of took control and the men kind of took the back burner. So I think that's what he assumed, you know, in being with me where I was raised the opposite. Like my dad, my dad was a provider. My mom worked, but like he took care of the bills and kind of just made a lot of decisions they did together, but he like kind of ran that. So my mom could really be mom and hands-on and like take care of the house at home, which is traditional, but I liked that, you know, yeah. I kind of didn't want to have to be this like boss bitch kind of babe sometimes I don't want to sometimes you know like yeah yeah of course it's in me but I like don't always want to be that and so well, that's, I think that's like half the issue right like with moms yeah. in general is like just identifying what you do want and what you don't want like yeah like knowing that you wanted to do that role like that's super empowering and like I, I I'm not exactly that way but like I just love when people know what they want like I figured out that wasn't what I wanted and like you did. And I, like, I support both, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's just like, if you're happy, then that makes me happy for you. Well, I mean, maybe I'm not being super clear. I don't want to be a full-time stay-at-home mom. Like I am a boss. <laughs> I don't think anybody does. No, <laughs> I'm totally like that boss girl that wants to go after things. But at the same time though, I don't like the pressures of having to provide financially. Like I wanted the man or like at least him so in the first beginning stages because that's what my mom did like she raised us in the beginning then she went back to work and my dad was able to provide like in terms of like security and Mm -hmm. that part so that she could actually really focus in on being a mom Mm -hmm. Um, and then she went back to doing her thing but we he said he could do that but then it just didn't work out and I'm not blaming him on that he just he didn't have the right tools and guidance like I did growing up and then unfortunately shit happened like with losing his brother unexpectedly and um you know that really really changed him and rocked him because like now he's the only pretty much man of the house when his brother was like that buffer and that person that you know he could be with us and like be with his family where after that I think his whole life and world and identity just completely got shifted uh Sorry, I had to move a little bit because I think Marley's coming upstairs. Um, I'm kind of saying a long roundabout story on this, but I think it was partly me having to let go and release the pain that I felt from our marriage crumbling. Um, hold on one second, one second. Okay, all right, you're back. Did I freeze too? Yeah, are we good? <laughs> yeah. No, all right, you're, you're I, I thought Marley was gonna come upstairs, but she didn't. Okay. Um, 
no, I, it was me a lot of like having to change my attitude and shift my mindset and not be like in this blame game and just mm-hmm. why did you do this? Like, fuck you. Like, I hate you. Like, why am I now having to be a mom and like having to figure out work and like providing because you can't support us all the way on like what you said you were going to do. And like, then I got to the point too, Linda, where it was like, why do we have a second kid? Like, what the fuck? This is so hard having her when Nola is so easy and chill. And like, now I have to take care of these two kids because on your days that are supposed to be your days, because we do 50, 50, you can't watch them because you're working all day. So it's put on me because like, you're just assuming that I handle it because my parents, yeah. whatever. so there's a lot of like shit that I was angry about. So mm-hmm. it was like good. Then it was not good. And then now it's good. Cause I was like, wait, stop. Like he's doing the best he can. Like, you're so lucky. You have two parents that you can live with and that raise you to support you with education, with like so much support and love and mm-hmm. guidance. He doesn't mm-hmm. have any of that. And now his brother-in-law died just recently too. His sister's husband. Nude. So that's another solid male in the family. That was awesome. Like that was another just, and now he's feeling that from his sister. So his sister lost both her brother, who was her best friend. And then her man, who was her best friend. And now she has a one-year-old. She just turned one. There's a lot of shit going on with his family. So I'm just like, you know what, any way that I can support and love and I'm doing my thing on here. And to be honest, this, this isn't my main thing. I'm so new in these streets, and mm-hmm. trying to build and grow kind of my brand, my name and my business and things like that. And my favorite thing to do is these podcasts, be able to connect with women like this. And now like we're connected forever, you know, like if you ever need yeah. support from me, like along your journey, you got my email and you can get my number to like, wait, I'm fucking struggling today. What do you do in this, that, or whatever? Like this part is what I love, but mm-hmm. also I'm still in a space where I'm, you know, doing a full-time job working. So I have that stability because I need that right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I no, definitely. Have to do what you got to do mm-hmm. in whatever space you're at to, to make it happen for yourself and to like, give yourself some, yourself some peace. So it's been, it's been a lot better though. Cause, but mainly I had to change my yeah, life. Yeah, definitely. And, and same here. I, I felt the same with my husband. I kept like wanting him to be fill something that I couldn't be filled and I couldn't understand what it was for so long. And I was just like grasping and blaming. And I was like, it's not his fault. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like it just, things change. Like I evolved and changed, you know, he evolved, like speaking in your, in third person, like you evolved and changed, he evolved and changed and there's Mm -hmm. nothing you can do about it. But if we can just accept it, let go release and then just do the best we can for our kids in life, then we'll be good, you know? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to say thank you for your time. Anything you want to share with people, where can they find you, your website, your socials, and kind of just some closing words, remarks that you want to give to people out there that are, I guess, struggling to find their truth or voice or purpose. Like, what would you say? Oh, when the, the loss of identity, especially for moms, Oh, that, that shit's hard. I think the coolest thing about losing yourself, like is actually rebuilding and finding what's important to you and what truly like, you know, excites you. You get this kind of like restart in life. All of a sudden, when you have a kid, everything else gets pushed out the door, right? It's just all of a sudden you and this baby. And what that does is it creates this space for you to actually, in your free time, 
figure out what you genuinely want to spend your energy on. Because like for the first time in your life, I don't know, speaking from experience, you can say no. You can say no to people. You can say no to friends. You can say no to family. You're like, for the first time, you actually, you're serving yourself through the empowerment of becoming a mom. So all of a sudden, your time is very, you know, small now for your, for your free fun stuff. And Mm -hmm. so, but I take that with like such honor because then you figure out what truly makes you happy. I so agree. I don't think I said no to so many things prior. I thought like fear of missing out. I need to go do this. I need to be involved in that. Um, But being a mom, the introvert in me is just like, squealing with joy because I can actually say no because I have these little priorities yeah you're like no that shit's not gonna work for me people actually understand and like give you grace for that when yeah um when you have a kid like I get it it's tiring whatever and I love that you're saying that it is the time when they're sleeping or when they're taking a nap you really should self-care in the sense of yeah you can focus on yourself again you what what do you want yeah. with your life? Who are you? Like reading books, podcasts, like journaling, doing things that help you just to realign and rediscover like who it is you want to be. And you keep evolving and growing each season, each year, each, you know, yeah, it changes. It definitely changes. Like what I wanted to do when my kids were sleeping four years ago versus now is so different, you know? And right. like, that's the beauty of it is because it's like, you have this time where you're like, okay, I have a day what am I going to do? Like all of a sudden it's like you, you do something for yourself and you're really aware of it. Like that this time is for you. And I think that's, I think that's beautiful. Can I ask you too? Sorry, I'm not actually done with you. I was thinking, <laughs> I, was gonna be done. I know we can wrap it up in a second, but I wanted to, no, ask no, you're good. You're good. Okay, cool. Because you're a busy woman and having probably a lot of different polls and direct messages and things. And like, what do you do to structure your day so that you don't lose yourself in this business of helping other women find themselves, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. Um, the thing is that it's like really self-serving for me. So like, I really enjoy messaging these moms back. Like my DMs are out of control. I, I can't, I'm never going to reach the bottom, but like as new ones come in, like I, I just answer them, you know, and yeah. same thing with the emails or it's really like, if I'm having a bad day and I go through my DMs, like so many people are so nice to me that it's like a huge pick me up. Right. Like, and I, I forget that. that that happens until I'm like responding again. I'm like, how nice. Like this All is why I do around what I'm the world. doing. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. inspired. They're empowered. Yeah. And so like, when it comes to just the day, I have like a couple tasks I have to do. Right. And so I just structure like everything else in between them. Like, you know, if I have to like do something at a certain time and um, and obviously I take like yesterday was like the first day my kids were back and sick from being sick for the last two weeks. So I like took a nap. That was part of my, like, I'm doing this today. There's things I have to do, but like, I got to rest. Like I was totally. burnt out. Right. Totally. And that's just is like each day comes with like a different tone, like a different need to do list. And, uh, just, I just go with it. Do you, do you factor in like the self-care part? Like for example, exercise or you know acupuncture or like a healthy diet like things like that is that a party regimen or you laugh or is that kind of like you're like wait what (laughs) what is that that kind of like a non-factor right now um so I 
don't work out. I have this thing where like when I work out, I like eat more and I get like low blood sugar because I'm like my body's like I have too much like muscle mass and then I'm like starving all the time. It's like yeah, it's, like that's real. It's really hard, right? I find I'm not my best self in those moments. Like I've I've done that. Uh, I I like to do maybe like work out like a maybe not right now, but like once or twice a week. Yeah, like that like has to be like minimally no more than that because I've done the everyday thing. Yeah. Or, and it's too much on my body and my body just like can't handle it. And totally. so um, I also don't like cooking. So anytime I can like order food, <laughs> I do enjoy healthy food, but no, totally. As long as I'm not cooking it, I love it. So I, um, we also like have tried a bunch of like meal delivery services. Um, and my take on those is you just like fluctuate. Like once you get tired of one, you just try to totally. keep going and, you know, and that's just the cycle of like, the food thing for us. Um, mm-hmm. but like the me time or the self-care stuff, like I try to, um, I really like going to like hot yoga. I think that's like really wonderful for me Yes, uh, mentally and physically. Cause it's not very strenuous and yep. um, I don't need it to consume like, 10,000 calories afterwards. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> and so I try to do that if I can remember, cause it's like Saturday mornings that I want to go. Um, but it's like, it's different each week, right? Like some weeks I need like to do nothing and just watch binge and watch Netflix for like a whole day. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, when I feel that, you know, I just do it. I like lean yeah. into it. So like some days I need to like do stuff to feel like that self-care me time. And then other mm-hmm. times it's like do nothing, <laughs> take a bath. No, I love that. And actually I've not heard from women um, because a lot of the women that I have interviewed are in a space of like health and wellness, not everybody, but yeah. some health wellness. But mm-hmm. then there's other women that I've interviewed that are like right here on their laptops a lot. And they're like, you know what? I don't really have the best like kind of health, wellness, nutrition program there because it's just not a part of me, but I still try to fit in self-care. But I really like that you mentioned because a lot of people listening are going to probably feel the same way where they're like, this doesn't serve my body very well. I do it a couple days a week, but yeah. I don't like the way I feel. I don't like what happens to me when I do too much. And I, I, I love that because I have a program, get fit with wit that's for like women and pre postnatal and beyond there's pregnancy workouts okay. and postpartum, but they're only 20 minutes. And it's like, yes, some meditation that are five minutes, there's yoga, upper body, lower body hit, but literally 16 to 20 minutes because for the busy woman and the busy mama and just women in general, like if it's a structured specific workout, that's all you really need. And if it's like yeah. training and you're told what to do because more than that, it can be just, it's draining me. Like it's taking away oh, yeah. my life. And, oh, for sure. and, and I used to be that, I mean, like I've been in health and fitness for 16 years, bodybuilding, I'm a Pilates master trainer, all that. Uh-huh. And yes, I used to work out like two, three hours a day, but it would drain my life. And I was like, why am I doing this? And the majority of women don't have the time or really want to. So let me create something that's like energy inducing that makes mm-hmm. you good and not, yeah, serving, not like, just, I don't know. So I think that was, that's a really cool point you made. Cause that's not something I've heard in a long at all, Yeah. but that's so true for probably a lot of women. They're like, yo, I'm not feeling this because I don't like the way this, this makes me feel. This is yeah, like, like I, my I, body I would, mind. I would do like this crazy workout, like orange theory. And yes. Yeah. By two o'clock, I need a nap, a shower. I'm like, I'm like dying. And like a fucking why? cheeseburger and fries. Cause you need like yeah. so many calories. Yeah, exactly. Then I'm like, why did I even like it? It, it doesn't serve me properly. Like I don't yeah. feel great. I don't like at all. I feel worse. Totally. It's funny. Yeah. And so like, yeah, the low, 
low interval stuff is like my jam. Like yep. a bike ride. <laughs> no, I'm so right there with you. Thank you for saying that. Um, <laughs> and then what's next for you? I guess, you know, not trying to say this in a way of like, you need to have something magical to share with me or us all, but I guess, where are you at right now? Like, what are you, yeah, what are you looking forward I, to right now? I don't, I don't even know, like sky's the limit, right? Like I'm not afraid to do anything. So, you know, I, you know, I, I, here's the thing is I'm not like a parenting expert. Like I love when people try to tell me I'm like a motherhood expert or something. I'm like, I'm the opposite. I'm, I'm the average mom. I'm just super sometimes below average. Right. And like, and I think that most of us are, I'm not that social media, perfect mom. Right. So whatever my average moms need me to do, I'll do. Right. (laughs) You know, like you'll show up a show or something someday where we could talk about all the shit just on TV. Like wherever they want to see me is like, however I can get my message across, like I'm, I'm game. So you're just in a space right now, just being open to receiving yeah. and whatever fits your vibe, your kind of message and like what works for what you want to put out there. I love that. It's a really yeah. cool place to be. Were you always in that space or just, did it kind of evolve with time? Yeah. I was going to say, I, I kind of have always been this kind of person where things come to me. Like I've been really, well, fuck lucky. you. No, no, but like, but for real, like I have this thing where like, I just, I don't know if it's like the manifesting or like the thinking of like what, what I would want. And it's just like, I get kind of lucky over and over again. And so it's, that's just where I am. Like, I'm like, okay, like whatever comes next, like I'm greeting it with open arms and I'll do the damn thing. For a second, I thought maybe I would make like parody music, but that shit's hard. So that's, that's off the table. (laughs) Wait, so like, do you, do you manifest daily? Like what you want to receive that? Or like, how have you been that kind of person that's gotten those things or had Um, things come your way? Maybe so. Maybe I think I manifest without even like really realizing it. Right. Like I have this one thing that's happening and it's kind of like a secret. And so I was like constantly like wanting it, wanting it, practicing, you know, like writing stuff up, like just kind of going through the motions of like, when you want a job or something like that. And, um, I had someone just message me asking me if I want this. And I'm like, yeah, I do. I do want this. And no one knew about this, but yeah. Yeah. Besides like my friends, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Friends, like it's, uh, wow. it's um, it'll, it'll be, we'll be talking about it soon next year sometime, but yeah, it's just like one of those things that I don't know if you think about it a lot, like, you know, the yes, man, the energy like, out of, out about it. Yeah, for sure. Like, and especially like, I also like wanted to go back to work and, um, like work started just picking up more and more. And then I had to like, it was just like pushing and shoving, like everything is like a push and pull in my life. And I don't know if it's just because I kind of like am on the receiving, like, I don't try to push too hard kind of. No, I love that. Sense. I want to No, it completely makes sense. And I, yeah. I just want to, yeah, share with everybody, like really listen to that. I think a lot of times we do force anything in our lives, whether it's a relationship, a job, um, mm-hmm. you know, getting more viewership on social media. When you put out an energy of like wanting it so badly, I think that it doesn't really come your way because it's, that's not authentic. It's the wrong, yeah. Yeah. It's the wrong, like the, the wrong, wrong approach. Energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like when anyone asks me, like, 
how, what do I do, right? They start off on, they want an account, they want to do all the stuff. I just say, keep doing the stuff that makes you happy. Yeah. Because everybody is going to feel it. They're going to notice it. And then they're going to enjoy it. Like yeah. you can tell when someone's heart is not into something or if they're not being like their, their true selves. Like I love yeah. when people are like total hands on TikTok, right? Like just weird outfits, weird hair, like that. I love that because it's like, that's not normal, right? Like yeah. that's, that's not socially normal. So it's like, I love seeing people being themselves and most people do. Right. So it's like, I tell them just do what makes you happy, what feels right. And it, sometimes it takes a little while to figure that out. It's like, I know, right? I still do it like every week. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> well, tell everybody again, what your social media handle is, your website, anywhere to find you and um, let them know what's up. Uh, so all my stuff is on fruitsofmotherhood.com. You can find all the things, but anytime you just type in fruits of motherhood on anything, that's, that's where I am. <laughs> Amazing. 